Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Teller County Podcast for October 27, 2020. I'm Commander Greg Couch. Today, we're going to be talking about winter preparedness. In the studio today, of course, we have our illustrious producer, Tommy. Hey. Hey. Uh, we have Deputy Bunting, Hello. Renee Bunting, our community liaison. We have the uh, Director of Emergency Management, Don Angel. Good morning. And his Deputy Director, Becky Frank. And, of course, Sheriff Michael. Not, not to be left out there. <laughs> You know, we're, we're coming into the winter season. We've already had some snow a couple of times, pretty early actually. Yeah, I think the first one was like right after the holiday. And then uh, of course this morning, we still have people sliding. It's like you have to learn all over again how to drive on those uh, slippery roads. That's right. Sheriff, why, why is this important for this community to uh, be prepared for winter up here? Well, I think, I think we're experiencing a lot more traffic this year than we've, we've had in the past. We've had a lot more accidents. Um, since there's so much traffic on the roads, those tend to be worse accidents. Um, so I think it's incumbent upon all of us to make the roads safer by slowing down, making sure you do the simple things for your vehicles, that the tires are not bald, that you've got new tires or tires that have the snow studs on them. And just remember to be conscious of other drivers on the road when these snowy conditions make your, make your distance between cars, uh, longer. Um, and I think that's the, that's the key to make sure we don't have as many accidents this year. And sir, you bring up a great point because I don't know if you guys have noticed that we still have a lot of camping people uh, coming back on the weekends. So I think they're still trying to get out of the city. They're heading out on Thursdays and Fridays and then coming back on Sunday. And the increase in traffic has just been incredible this year. Well, and I think it's the weather too. We've gone from high temperatures to low temperature snow back to high temperatures. So people aren't thinking through the fact that there's, there's snowy weather conditions that are hitting us this time of year. Right, exactly. And I think one of the good things is we had our uh, homeowners association quarterly meeting a little earlier. And um, Don, you were there and we talked to people about being prepared for bad weather, getting ready for the season and stocking up and uh, getting those necessary items that you need and are sometimes hard to find in the grocery store. You know, we've talked about this before, and supply chain is one of the key and critical factors, especially when you live in rural America. We are part of rural America. Yes, we have a half million populated city right down the hill, but if they can't find it, they come here. And it does impact all of us in our preparedness. So ensuring that we are prepared and that we look forward, and particularly this year, we've got another hurricane coming through the coast here in just a couple days. Nobody knows the true significance or impact of that. That's a supply chain impact coming up from the south that can affect a number of things. So again, it's very wise to be prepared in your own home before you seek out help and assistance from others. So making sure that you have your vehicles properly prepared for winter, that again is something that's commonplace, but this year with the COVID impacts, it is slowing down the ability to make sure the vehicles are ready and that we are prepared ahead of time. That's just a simple thing. 
Sure. And speaking about getting those vehicles ready, uh, last week I actually worked with Don and Becky uh, up at the courthouse and getting them prepared and making sure their vehicles are ready in case they have a breakdown. Because here recently they were stuck on uh, Lower Twin Rock Road for a couple of hours uh, due to an accident, having to clear that accident and Flight for Life was brought in. And they had no, um, nothing in their vehicles. They were not prepared to be stuck in traffic. And of course, they had come home from work and then the weather got cold. They had no blanket. So we went out there. We talked about being prepared, not just in your vehicle, but also in your home, making sure your family members um, are taken care of as well. Uh, we talked about Nixle, getting them signed up for the reverse 911 Everbridge and how important that is to make sure that we are uh, getting those announcements of the road closures ahead of time before you get stuck in that traffic. Well, and that's something, too, it's important. Um, we know that through our media side that we push those reports out pretty quickly that, that uh, roads are shut down to avoid these areas. But there's not a lot of roads you can avoid in this county because there's so many one way in, one ways out of the county, especially if you're going to Colorado Springs or coming back from Colorado Springs. So it is important to have all those things in your car ready to go. You know, something we're asking the general population teller candidate to do is keep a two months food supply on hand. That's 60 days. And that seems like a lot. And we've talked about that in the past. But one of the issues we saw during COVID is you start to see our numbers start to rise. We still face some of those same issues we had before and the, the possibility of having runs on those food supplies, on those daily needs that you have in your households to make sure you have that stocked up, not to a degree to where you have so much that you can't get in a bedroom or a basement, but to have enough on hand for at least two months so that if something happens, you have enough to get through to the next cycle. Yes. And, you know, we talked about winter preparedness initially here. You need to be prepared year-round. You need to be thinking what can cause the impacts because daytime traffic on a weekend here, as you said, you get one traffic accident, you could be stuck on a road for several hours at a time. Sure. Did you prepare yourself, irregardless of what the weather looks like outside, to take care of yourselves and your pets? You have to remember that, too. You're not going to eat pet food. Pet food really isn't good for you, and your food isn't real good for your pets. So, again, it's not just about you, but reach out and also check with your neighbors. See what help and assistance they want or may need. You may be the one having to prepare for them. So keep that in mind as you go forward, too. Yeah, and Don brings up a good point. We've been talking with our faith-based community, our subdivisions, you know, all those groups is kind of look out for your neighbor, too. Check in on your neighbors, have that communication with your neighbors, and make sure that we have that good relationships to help each other when there's a time of need. Because I don't know how many times we have neighbors that assist people in maybe a tree fell across their driveway or the fact they can't get their car started and make sure that they have enough fuel in their cars to make it through to the next gas station if they do have to be stopped for a couple of hours. So make sure to top off your fuel tanks. And, and that's a really great point because I think we do at this time, especially, we do need to reach out to our neighbors to make sure if they do need something because we do have a lot of people still in the community that are not getting out and about. They're not really going out and doing the shopping like they used to do once a week. Um, they're counting on someone to pick those items up. And I think if we can help in any way, and I do, I shoot out to people and say, hey, if you need help, let us know. It doesn't hurt to 
go ahead and, and ask for help. And I think that one of the best things you can do is check on your neighbors and uh, just make sure they're doing okay. So, you know, I just encourage everybody to uh, go ahead and uh, check on your neighbor, make a new friend if you see somebody new moving in, and uh, see if you can help them. As we've had snow falling, we have to also remember the amount of snow that just fell was less than a quarter inch of moisture in the snow itself. Within a couple days, we're going to be back to fire season. So, again, as citizens, we ask you guys to be prepared, be smart, and be thinking. Just because we have some snow on the ground and it's cold today, we are in a very severe drought condition. We need to watch our water supplies. We need to be pre-planning for future years water supplies and water concerns. Those are things that we look at and that we try to make a difference with. But again, emergency preparedness and planning is everybody's responsibility. We just have certain agencies that have to pick up the ball for those that don't. So take a burden off your emergency services and be prepared yourself. Yeah, I, I think from a patrol deputy's perspective, if you could make sure that your house numbers are clear of snow and debris, that would be a very huge help. Uh, you know, snow gets piled up. A lot of people's numbers are not clearly visible. If you could do that, it's just going to help you and us. And the fire hydrant. If there's a fire hydrant in your area, go ahead and clear it out. So when those guys come through, it's already done. And that's one less thing they have to do. That's a good point, Renee, and I had never thought about that in the past, but sometimes in rural Teller County or in the city of Woodland Park or different places, those fire hydrants aren't always easy to see. Um, and or it's been a while before somebody's gone to them as fire services to locate them. So, yeah, having having things like that out in the open and maybe cleaned off, brushed off is a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Any especially way you can help. Especially since we start piling snow in front of them. I know that last year, there was so much snow from the uh, the city and counties that had that had piled up. You couldn't see any of the fire hydrants. No. Um, and that was one of the things that the fire departments, if there's a house fire, they have to try to bring water in because they can't connect to those because they're just covered. You can't see them. Right. Yeah, right. you want those to be available. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As a fire chief previously, yeah, I liked being able to see where they were at. You know, I wanted to tell you, though, um, talking about emergency preparedness and winter preparedness, uh, we just recently had a CPR class. We've really been having a great turnout with our classes, and um, we're still trying to get back to doing them once a month. We have another one coming up on the 21st of November at 8 a.m. right here in Woodland Park. Um, and we're also starting the Stop the Bleed classes, which is a great way to get involved because that way you can be trained to go ahead and help during an emergency before the first responders get there. And I think that's that really is a um, sense of self-satisfaction when you can help a friend or a neighbor or you're in church and someone falls um, and you're able to help them before assistance gets there. I think that's great. Or even yourself, if you're down in your home and you've, you've got you're bleeding uncontrollably, you need to know how to apply a tourniquet. If you don't have a tourniquet, use a belt. If you don't have a belt, use some, rip a towel or, you know, whatever you can do Kitchen to help yourself until spoon. we can get there. There you go. One of the things, too, is that uh, once a week, our ham radio operators release information that's been put out also. So you can get the information through our ham radio operators. We also have the... Tuesday evenings at 7.30. Yep, Renee, Renee's good at correcting me because she knows. <laughs> the The other issue, though, too, is it comes out on our Nixels. It yes. comes out on our Facebook pages. It comes out on our Twitter. 
and our uh, what are the other ones, Renee? The community pages, absolutelynextdoor.com. We, we do have the information out there and available, and we try to get everybody um, the information as soon as we can. With any of our training, um, our classes, uh, we do have our quarterly HOA, um, our Homeowners Association meetings. We meet with the faith base. We're getting ready to have our local emergency planning committee meeting, which are once a quarter. So we're getting the information out. One of the great things we have coming up on November 7th, uh, right here in uh, Divide, we're going to have a flu um, a flu shot exercise, free flu shots while supplies last. Um, so it's going to be a great opportunity. We have that information out there. I think if you can get a flu shot, you need to do it. You need to get out there and get a flu shot. And we did have one uh, recently at the Aspen Mine Center up in Cripple Creek. So I think we're getting out there in the area and the different region of Teller County to make sure that people are able to get the flu shot. And, and if they're able to get it for free, that's even better. So um, just remember to keep that in mind for November 7th. Renee, you bring up a good point because that flu pod is what we are using to practice at some point in time, whether you choose to take it or not as a personal choice, but there will be a COVID vaccine. And we as a county have an obligation to ensure that our citizens have it when it's available and that we are in a position to provide that in a timely, effective manner once it is available. Now, I'm not going to pick which side, which color, which shape of vaccine. I just know that once it's here, it's our responsibility to ensure that the citizens have availability to it. So that's another thing. Every family, every group of people should have a communications plan. Don't always rely on your cell phone. As some of us definitely know, especially in rural America, we don't have cell towers every five blocks. We have them remotely scattered. They do go down. They also rely on a fiber optic network backbone that can be cut and that you can lose service. So again, make sure you have a communication plan that does not solely rely on a cell phone. It's just good thinking. Make sure that you exercise it with those that you are involved with, but figure out a way to communicate with those that you care about. Just to drill down into that just a little bit, are you talking about like having a plan with your kids and your 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 significant others to where they're going to contact you at a certain time when you know that they've reached their destination? Yes, something as simple as that, just reaching out. Also remember, when voice communications don't always go through, text messaging has a stronger potential of getting there. I'm not going to say it's always 100%. That's not the case. But understand, text is data, which uses less energy or wavelength force than voice. So just something again. If it's your plan, I'm going to text you tonight at 5 o'clock, whatever it is on a consistent basis, practice it, implement it, and make sure it works. Let me just clear something up about uh, Nixle and Everbridge. They're actually the same platform. A lot of folks get kind of confused, but Nixle's kind of the old company and Everbridge is the new. It's got a lot of enhancement and a lot of new features. So 
you know, after the podcast is over, uh, Tommy's going to make sure that he provides all those links in the podcast description so that you can go online and learn more about the Everbridge system. And I do recommend that you, you sign up for it because everybody wants to know, hey, I hear all these sirens in fluorescent. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Usually, if we can, we will put out something as to what's going on or if there's a road closure. Right. And it's really easy because all you have to do is text 888-777 and you're sending your zip code for where you live. And once you get on that site, you can sign up your, you know, everybody in the household, their cell phone number. And also don't forget your personal home computer because when you're home and you don't have cell phone reception, you still want to get those messages because here we go, Thanksgiving's coming up and you might have to run out to the store to pick something up. I still want to know if the road is closed or if I'm able to get there or what's going on. If you live close to a county line, such as in Florissant, you may also want to sign up for the Park County Nexel to get that information because amazingly enough, the country doesn't end at every boundary. It continues on through. And that's something people forget about is I actually live a mile from Park County. I do care what's going on in Park County. So I think in just ending, let's uh, let's hit the, the issues about traffic again, because I think our traffic volume has really kind of increased. And as the w- winter weather starts to hit us, make sure that they allow more distance between each car, that you're cognizant of your environment, know that going above the speed limit can injure others. And just really know you have to slow down, check your tires, make sure you get enough windshield washer fluid in your vehicle. Because this time of year, too, as snow melts, we get that kick up and now your windshield you can't see out of and it becomes a danger for others. So just be very cognizant of your surroundings and your environment. Have your winter kit in the cars and and be ready for whatever comes. But uh, thank you for uh, allowing us to talk to you about it today. Yeah, everybody, thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great day. Have a safe day. And check out some of our other podcasts online. And just a reminder, the information we talked about during this episode will be uploaded onto the website by our illustrious, excellent producer, Tommy. Goodbye, everybody. This podcast was made possible by the Teller County Honorary Deputy Sheriff Association. The HDSA is a nonprofit organization dedicated to increasing public safety and awareness by providing safety and survivability equipment to deputies and posse members, administering public events like Shop with a Hero, and enabling information programs like this podcast. For more information, you can find the HDSA website at tellercountyhdsa.org.